to Go Beyond with Mama Mac, helping you to hit a home run in life when you feel like striking out. Alrighty then, welcome everyone to Go Yard, and we are very glad to be right here live in the studio tonight, as we almost always are, and we were going to do a Facebook Live, and some of you know about that, but we can't, could not make that happen tonight, so it will happen soon, but uh, we can't do it every week, but we have limitations, but we'll do it soon, we promise. Anyway, welcome to Go Yard, we're in a new series that we've been in for the last three weeks, and it's entitled Common Mistakes People Make in Life, and and with me uh, is not a mistake. She's an amazing <laughs> blessing. And she is the famous Dr. Angel Falzoni. Yes. Oh, look at your look at your fan club, I doctor. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. And PhD licensed mental health counselor. You are our resident expert. I am Mama Mac. And my background is counseling, pastoring, teaching, high school, real estate, you name it. I've done it. Owned a Christian bookstore. You have stuff. done a I've lot. done a lot of things. You yeah, really through my life, raised three kids, and now uh, almost a dozen grandkids. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Real soon. Number 12 is coming, right? So anyway, with all that said, that's our background, and this is a life coaching show, and it is a, a show to really help people with counseling issues, right? Things that they could mm-hmm. actually go to a therapist to help with. Uh, tell us about the goal here, Dr. Angel. Why do we do this show? Well, you know, the goal in this whole show is to help our listeners to get unstuck when we get stuck. You know, life right. happens, and... Sometimes we just get ourselves stuck or we're not quite sure how to move and and go forward the way we want to. And that's what this show is about, helping our listeners hit the home runs in life, helping them live life well, not just exist. Exactly. Go Yard's a metaphor. Actually, it's a term in baseball for hitting a home run. And so our whole goal here is to help people live life a little better. That's what you just said. So we started the series three weeks ago. So this is part four of Common Mistakes People Make in Life. And I'm just going to ask you to... To, to hit a couple of them, three or four of them that we've already covered. You don't have to go all of them if you don't want to because okay. we've already had three shows. So that's a whole lot of common mistakes, right? <laughs> but just hit a couple. You don't all have right, to. a few of them. Comparing ourselves to others. Oh, yeah. Uh, connecting with and trusting the wrong people. Oh, yes. Oh, that happens, doesn't not, it? Not seeing our potential. Uh-huh. Not learning the lessons that we are meant to learn from our experiences. Oh, yes. Having unclear or underdeveloped boundaries not listening to our bodies and we talked about the boundaries and the body thing last week a little bit Mm -hmm. and 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 with this said yeah there's so much we could talk about on each one of these topics but our goal for this series was to kind of hit the highlights of some of these issues that we all face in life and what do we do with them when we have these issues uh for instance you know, tonight as we start with new material, allowing our past to dictate our present, right? Oh, this is a big one, too. This is huge. This is and, a big one. And so if you just tuned in, here's how you can catch up. Go to TantalkNetwork.com and go to podcast. There's a tab for that. Go down to the name of this show, and that is Go Yard. And you will open that and find a lot of our shows there. Oh, or you can go to our website, GoYard2014, the year we began, GoYard2014.org. It's an ORG. However, I've been on the phone with Megan today, and we are uh, GoDaddy, who is our, you know, whatever you call it, uh, server people. Uh, we're, transform- we're transforming into a new platform on the GoYard website right now. So uh, that may not be working this week, but it will be right away here again. And we have all these shows from four years. This is our fifth year on the show. Oh, amazing, huh? There's a lot of shows that we've done. And why would somebody want to go to TantalkNetwork.com, go to podcast, go to Go Yard, or go to our website? And why would they want to listen to stuff they've missed? Well, because, you know, when we've talked about a topic or covered it, it may not have been where you were in that moment, but life happens. Life happens. You know, and this is a great, they're practical tools or things that you can do for yourself to help yourself keep getting through. Absolutely. So let's just start right here with uh, this whole thing about our past. I mean, everybody has a past, right? I don't care if you're a day old, you got a past, right? Exactly. (laughs) So everybody has that. And how we we work with our past events and the things that have happened to us in life 
is absolutely critical because an awful lot of people will um, not learn from their past. Let's put it that way. They will uh, have experiences that perhaps should have taught them things, and maybe they haven't learned any of that stuff at all. Why is it that not every one of us learn from our past? Um, well, most of us don't usually learn the first time around, at least. Um, it takes us a little bit of a experience for okay. us to keep, you know, learning and moving through. Um, a lot of us, we let the past kind of dictate and define who we are in the present. So okay. the bad, but it's the bad things in the past. So, so it's not the, the time, good things. Usually. We're not looking back at all the great things that we've done. We're looking at. The, the things that either happened to us or the tragedies or the bad things that we had done. Our failures are the things that Whatever maybe we messed be. up. Right. And that's what we're using to define ourselves. Okay. Do you think that's a common problem with people or do people look on the positives? Is the, is the glass half full or half empty for most people when it comes to our past? Most people look at the negative parts of their okay. past. Okay. All right. Okay. Why is that? Um, well, because it causes pain. Okay. And so they, they haven't resolved that pain. Right. And they get stuck in it. Do you feel like, doctor, that a lot of people beat themselves up for mistakes they've made and don't know how to get out of that cycle of this was a bad decision and, oh, my gosh, I should never have done that or I should never have gotten involved with that person or I should never have taken that job. What is wrong with me that I and, – and they beat themselves up? Is there a lot of that kind of um, – Negative self-talk that helps happens in a lot of people. There is a lot of that, and okay. then they believe that they deserve bad things now, right? Because they were because messed I up. I made or... this poor choice when I was twelve, or I married this person when I was twenty-one, or whatever it was that happened. Right? Then I deserve bad things to happen. To and me. I think some people that have made bad choices, let's say with pregnancies with all kinds of things. I don't even want to give an example, but so often they are still in a pattern of feeling like they deserve to have bad things happen to them Mm -hmm. because they messed up with those decisions back then, whatever those were. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And so they kind of are continually, you know, beating themselves down. They dare to believe they can't even see that something good or I'm worth something good or I have value because I have let everything in my past that was negative dictate who I am today and what I'm worth. So in in your practice, okay, Mm -hmm. so in the practice of counseling, mental health development and all of that, do you see that a lot of people are stuck someplace Is that a good word for it? Stuck is a really good word because a lot of times people absolutely get stuck. Okay. And and they're stuck back with the effects of whatever bad decisions they might have made or something awful tragedy that happened to them, right? Yes. Okay. And they do. And so as a, let's just say that you are counseling someone right now that was stuck on a situation many, many years ago, maybe a very bad relationship, abusive relationship, maybe a person got an abortion, mm-hmm. okay, because they didn't want to have a baby, for instance. How do these people come from tremendous pain and where they're beating themselves up into a better day, into a, how do they get there? Well, it's a healing process. Okay. And, you know, so when I see people who are stuck with their past, if be it choices they've made, be it things that have happened to them, it lets me know that, that they haven't healed in that part of their life. Okay. Um, because when we've allowed our past when we've allowed ourselves to heal from our past, it is not the price tag of who I am today. It is a part of who I am today. It's a part of what made me who I am today. But we can see things in a positive perspective. Like, you know, I yes, I made a really crappy choice when I married that man, but look at the strength that has come from me and look what I've learned from that and look where I am now today. Okay, so that is what we want our listeners to concentrate on. Uh, the quote you put on the paper you handed to me by Maya Angelou, uh, would you explain that? Read it and explain it. Absolutely. It's she one. is amazing. I, I just, I mean, her writings. She is amazing. She's gone now, but still, her writings are just carry on. Oh. And this is one of my favorites. I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. 
big difference between changed by it and reduced by it, right? Absolutely. And so we know that a lot of our life events tend to reduce us from self-confidence to I'm going to just keep making that same mistake. I know I'm going to do it. And people say that kind of stuff right out of their mouths, don't they? Oh, yes. oh I'm just going to do that again. I'm going to find the same old guy. I just know I am. I'm just going to do done. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always done that. Just so who I am. It's who I am, yeah. And it's almost like it's a badge of honor that I make bad mistakes, you know, You know, decisions. you're right. And for some people it is. And so, when, you know, being changed by what happens to us means we might have negative experiences. We might have tragedies. We might have made a ton of really bad choices but being changed means i can learn from it i can grow strength you know strength from it i can refine who i am as a person that's being changed yeah by our negativity reduced on the other hand reduced means i've lowered my value and i'm on the clearance rack pretty much right yeah yeah i think i mentioned this a couple weeks ago um mika Przinsky has a new a new organization called know your value so for women out there that are struggling with this, go to knowyourvalue.com. I've not done that, but I've heard great things about it. The people have gotten mm-hmm. a lot of help there, and there's seminars. There's all kinds of things, right? Mm-hmm. Because what we're saying here is when negative things happen, and they do to all of us, sure. from the time you're a baby, a lot of things happen. Uh, it's how we handle that or how we go back and reflect on that or how we let those things change us, right, or reduce us again. Or, or reduce how we allow ourselves to heal from it. And so what I see, or not heal from it, so what I see a lot of times is we've become slaves. A lot of people walk in, they are a slave to their past. Yeah. Things that happened 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago is still right in front of them every day of their life and right. the decisions they make. Yeah. And they're giving it power over their life today. Exactly. So this might have been a tragedy that happened, but it's still dictating and ruling your life today. Right. And because of that, and because of these poor decisions, we get stuck, as I mentioned that Mm -hmm. word earlier. And this whole series has been the common mistakes people make in life, right? Yes. So this is a common problem. This is a big one. This is not something that is rare that people struggle with their past. No, this is common. Oh, very common. Um, And it really gets us stuck. And I think one of the things I see a lot of people, at least in the counseling room, is they want to compare their experiences with someone else. Um, either to make themselves feel like their experiences were so much worse or their experiences weren't as significant, so they're not letting themselves heal. Okay. Oh, I can't talk about that because this person had way worse, so oh, there's kind of yeah. a shame on right. letting it bother me. And that's not it. You know, worst thing that we know is the worst thing we know. If your worst pain in life is a stub toe, that's the worst pain you know. Right. You know, and you, we all have things to heal from, so we, we got to stop looking at what others have or have not experienced and deal with what we have. Okay, so the person who says to you, all right, I... I've had this, this, these awful things happen to me. Maybe let's call it sexual abuse because that is such a common problem mm-hmm. in our society, more than people realize. And so, so many young women, let's say, and it happens to young men too. There's no doubt about that. But let's say somebody is in their 20s and they're still having nightmares over past sexual abuse or uh, some, something like that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So does it start, their healing start with a conscious decision that I want to get well? Is that, is that it? it? I want to get better. Okay. That's how I see it. I mean, in in years of pastoring that there must be a desire to say, I don't want to dwell on that forever. I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night with those nightmares. I'm over it. But so many people, (laughs) they don't get to that part. I'm over it. Why? This well, is what I, that's things. exactly what I was getting reasons, ready to say. I think, I think Why? for some people it is kind of gives them an identity now. Okay. So for me, I was sexually me, abused. Yeah, I can yeah, get attention. Yeah, you and the majority of the population. So, right, yeah. Right. You know, people have empathy and sympathy, and these are people who you meet and will tell you everything that happened to them on the, the first, you know, visit with them. Yeah. Because there's some kind of badge of honor with it. Um, some people don't get to that point. Because, oh, back up on that. Yeah. Okay, so in the count, I've noticed that too, and you and I have never discussed this. Mm-hmm. But there are times if you're taking a new client, and with me it was pastoring counseling, but taking a new client or whatever the first time they're there they list these horrendous things almost like an outline form bam 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 Mm -hmm. that's kind of weird isn't it yes it is 
Because I've always thought that was weird when they did that. Absolutely. I agree with you. You want to comment on that? And that, to me, is that somebody who's kind of wearing this as this, like, badge of who I am and my, you know. No wonder I'm the way I am. No wonder I'm so messed up. It becomes the crutch of everything wrong I do now. Yeah. It's the excuse for me not to do anything significant with my life. Right. You know, so. Oh, because I was, you know. Right. You know, so how can you, anybody expect anything from me? This all happened to me. Instead and of do, go ahead. No, instead of saying, "Yeah, that happened and that sucked," and I want to get through it and become the best me I can be. So that that back part of it, what you just said, the last part of it, I've got. I want to get through it. I want to heal from it. You don't hear that much from people in counseling. At least I haven't through the mm-hmm. years. No, I've I heard a lot of blame. Mm-hmm. Okay, like. Well, do you even believe what so and so did to me? Or I was only three when this happened, or on and on and on and on, right? And these are legitimate, awful offenses. We're not negating the fact that a lot of our population has been abused in one form or another, right? Absolutely. But it's what we do with that. That's what we're saying tonight. Exactly. You know, and that's one of the things when I'm working with my clients is, you know, especially things that happen in our childhood, we don't, we didn't have power over that. Right. You know, we were under, a, you know, another adult's authority. But when we become an adult, it's, we have responsibility to ourselves. And that, no, we might not have had, you know, something wrong that caused that to happen. But my responsibility now is how do I heal and right. get through it so exactly. it stops impacting my today. Right. So it stops becoming the glasses that I use to see the whole world today. Right. Because it does. How I let it stop me from, you know, moving forward in my life and doing good things with my life and, you know, becoming free from it. Right. Right. Yeah. And because of that, then they're stuck. Mm-hmm. That that's We're back to our stuck word. Okay, so common mistakes people make in life is that they let their past dictate their 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 current, present, and their future, right? Yes, they absolutely do. And and they don't take the initiative to find out whether or not they can and can or cannot heal from that. Absolutely, and healing means doesn't mean that you forget. No, it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, go talk to that person or deal with whatever it is. You healing means it is not how I see the whole world today. It's not how I see all my relationships. I don't see who I am in relation to these bad events, and that's healing. Does it mean you will never have a nightmare again? No, because life happens, and you may get triggered. But when you've healed, I can talk about it and move on from it you know i go through it and part of getting out of it is first of all making the decision i am so done yeah i don't want to control yeah this is ruling my life at night or whenever or my relationships i don't want to date i don't want to uh, get to know people because I'm afraid they'll hurt me and whatever, just like everybody right, else no is always done. Whatever right. it is you've experienced. Okay. Um, and then let's, you need to express the pain. Yeah. And Explain get it out of you. Explain you know, that. And I think that's where people get stuck is that it's a monster because they've stuffed the pain from all these things inside. There's shame involved. Um, there's anger. They don't even know what's all in there because they just kept stuffing. You got to get it out. You got to express it. You got to talk about it. You got to put words to it. You got to get it out of you so it stops poisoning your emotions and your spirits and your thoughts. Okay. And so finding the safe person or journaling or whatever it is that gets it out, you got to get it out. So you think a lot of people with their past hurts, uh, they will recount them perhaps as listing them, but to actually deal with them that's a different story dealing with them is not just listening dealing with them is the feelings that are attached right yes the junk right that people are afraid of dealing with it you know i hear oh that's pandora's box if i if i go there then i don't know what's gonna happen well if you keep it in there i can tell you what's gonna happen you're gonna become more depressed yes more anxious more defeated and then you're gonna have physical issues on top of that and so it is Wow. Letting it go. Letting it go. Looking at what role does it have? Did I have any responsibility? Can I learn something from this? Can it make me a stronger person, a better person? Like putting in its perspective. So for the listeners out there driving down the road, get a little journal, get something, and or, of course, a therapist. But you you can start the process by listing these events and how it makes you feel, right? Mm hmm. 
All kinds of and ways. And how it's can... affecting your life now. Mm-hmm. How yeah. it's going to affect your life in the future if you don't deal with it, right? Because it continues, that venom continues to poison your system the longer we keep it. Exactly. So when we do that, so it, there are physical problems. We talk about those from time to time because you do a lot of research in the area of mm-hmm. physical issues that are related to emotional events, don't you? You want to comment on that? Yeah, and you know, more recently, there's been a lot of really great research, and we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that toxic emotions, emotions like shame and that anger and all that stuff that we bury, especially with things in our past, affect us physically. First, it gets into our immune system, so we get sick more often. It can get into our heart system, so we have more heart issues. There's cancers that are linked to it. There are all blood pressure issues, you know, weight issues. Like it hurts us physically yeah overweight a lot of times has something to do with shame and guilt and a lot of that times emotions right then yes wow Uh, and and i guess the problem here is that when people have lived like this forever and have never really dealt with their stuff this is their new there is this is their normal there's a normal in it i know it a comfort zone yes i know that i don't know what it's like now to live without it right do they feel like if they deal with it, they would become more vulnerable? Well, the vulnerability can be very scary, especially Just if we're ex- talking about, it. you know, somebody's had a horrendous, you know, an abuse of betrayal. You know, it's scary to trust another human to that right. level. But right. we have to get out. Right. We need to get out. And if we don't get out, we're going to pay the cost over and over. Yeah. So with these pains of our past... There's just no way around dealing with them and confronting them and getting help if you need help Mm -hmm. and and not continue to rehearse or play that same movie over and over in your mind forever. Right. I mean, you got to deal with that. Absolutely. We need to take back the power of it. Right. You know, the longer we oh, let it control that. Explain us. Explain that before we go to break here. Well, the longer we let something control us, the more power it has. So it's having power over my choices, my life, my quality of life. Like it has power over me. Okay. This was horrendous the first time. Why am I, or the second time, or why am I continuing to let it have the power over me? Get it back. Right. Get your power back. Whoa, all right. We're going to take up another topic here in just a minute. Common mistakes. You are listening to Go Yard, and don't go anywhere. Join us again in about two minutes. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my Independent Ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. Great song. Great song. Welcome back to Go Yard. We are on part four of Common Mistakes People Make in Life. And, And we've had some really interesting discussions the last three and now four the fourth show here. Um, and we've been talking about people that just cannot seem to get over the pain of the past. That's what we've been talking about for the last few minutes. Mm -hmm. And, and because of that, it requires, it really does require some courage, doesn't it? A lot of courage, which is why I picked fight song. Okay. I wondered why you picked fight song. That was very purposeful because you do, it is a fight to get back. It is is a fight to get to the healing side, but it's a fight that's so worth it. That freedom and your power and the quality of your life, like depends on you to saying, I am going to take my strength and do what I need to do to, to get through this. But a lot of people fail to do that, right? 
they do fail and then they stay stuck and miserable. And they stay stuck, as we were talking about it just a few minutes ago. Um, and because of that, um, if we always stay in the same thing, what do we say? Let me find that quote you said the other day. <laughs> it, you said this a couple weeks ago. If, do you remember? Go ahead. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always be what you always were. Ooh, I think that's is is that one of your quotes? It's not. I don't own that quote, but I love that quote. I use it a lot, which means if we're not happy with where we are, if we're not content, that means we got to start doing something different if we want some different results. But so often people just go around that same mountain, go around that same issue, and just keep doing the very same thing over and over again because it's comfortable. They know it. They, they know, know it, it, which goes right into our next common mistake is that failing to challenge ourselves when we are outside our comfort zone. We don't want to get outside that comfort right. zone. So yeah. we're like, forget it. No, that's not comfortable, Dr. Angel. Well, and I think a lot of times they're so embarrassed and pride comes in. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I've, I've noticed that people, they don't want to admit that somehow they felt victim to whatever tragedy or rape or whatever it was that they were that quote unquote weak or that it's still bothering them today right um and there's right there's this fear of judgment i think that a lot of people have but it the fear isn't it's in lives in within us yes the reality of that is is not the norm you know what people will respond that way sure there'll be some people that just try to judge our lives but that's why we have to you know pick trustworthy people in our that's lives right. yeah. you know go back to that mistake right because the reality is a lot of these fears that we've grown in our head about why we can't get through our past or share our past or heal from it it's all lies that we keep telling ourselves and and, and a lot of it has to do with pride i think that people oh, yes. don't want to be that open that vulnerable even though it's the best thing for them so mm-hmm. you go to the doctor and the doctor says here you need to take this set of medication right and this is what's going to help you and you go i don't want anybody knowing i'm on medication exactly. so i'm just not gonna take it right exactly i mean people that suffer with bipolar let's mm-hmm. say or some other disease a lot of times you find that they they really don't want anybody knowing that they oh, take that you know course, what i mean when you're talking about you know mental mental issues, issues you know there is a big stigma in our culture but it, it's like you know you have an infection and you go to the doctor and he's like yep you have a big infection here's your antibiotic for your right. infection and then you're like oh i can't take an antibiotic oh no i don't want anybody to know I'll that i'll be weak if i need something to help me like we don't think about that and, and when it comes to the doctor no, we take the we antibiotic take that. right but when it comes to mental and emotional issues we don't want the treatment Exactly. We refuse the treatment. I can't tell you the number of people that like refuse the treatment. Nope, I can't do that. I can't. What if people knew? We got to stop that. Mm-hmm. It's impacting your life. Exactly. It's time to, to get your life back. Mm-hmm. And that's going to become, we're going to get out of our comfort zone. That's where you grow. If you always do what you've always done, you always be what you always were means I got to do it different. Got to do it different. I got to get out of my comfort zone. And a lot of times, these are shame issues I've found in counseling with people, that these are are things that they fell prey to or that they willingly did and they made serious life mistakes and choices and they don't want people around them to know or their kids to know that maybe they had another child mm-hmm. out of wedlock or any, I mean, there's so many scenarios that you and I both have heard for years. And so because of that, there's so much shame. I, yes. I just keep coming back to shame, shame and guilt. One. Shame and guilt. It'll paralyze you every time. Shame is huge, and it's very paralyzing. You're right, because shame is the identity of the bad thing. You know, so when we feel it, it's not that. It is. It becomes the I am. I am broken. I am, you know, a horrible person. I am disgusting. It's the I am okay. statement. That's what shame is. Which takes us right into the next common mistake people make, and that is secrets. Secrets, absolutely. Yeah, hanging on to secrets. Hanging on to those secrets, which goes right into our past, but it can be in our present. Right. You know, there's a... I cannot tell you the number. I don't think we've ever done a show on secrets. We have So let's talk about secrets. I think this is a good topic. And if, by the way, if anybody out there wants to call in, ask a question, 727-441-3000. Or text directly to my phone if you want to text, 727-888-4171. And we have Nan on the line. Oh, we do? All right. All right. Hey, Nanner. How are you? 
she there? Did we lose her? Nan, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Now yes. we can hear you, Nan. Okay. Okay. Talk Hi. to us. Hey, how are you? Fine. How are you ladies doing? We're good. We're good. Good. I wanted to weigh in. Uh, you know, we're talking about shame and, and that type of thing um, and, and not letting go of the past. I went through a period in my life. Uh, I was in an abusive marriage and, um, you know, kind of embarrassed about that, that I would put up with that. And uh, Good point. Right there. We, yeah. We, go ahead. We got divorced. And his mother passed away about four or five years ago. And they checked with my ex to see if it was okay that I go to the funeral. And he said yes. And it was kind of weird because, you know, going to the funeral and seeing him, it didn't bother me. Okay. You know, it seemed a little bit odd, but it didn't bother me. I think it bothered his wife more than it bothered me. But, you know, it was it was just kind of like a peaceful thing. I went to shake his hand. I'm sorry this happened. He grabbed me, hugged me, and we haven't talked to each other since. Right. Um, in 2009, our son graduated from high school. I was pretty anxious about that, and I didn't want to be around him and that type of thing. So for, since then, I was in counseling that helped me realize I needed to let go of the past you right. know, and move forward. Yeah. And that's what I did. Now, our son is getting married in about six weeks. I'm not the least bit anxious about it at all. I'm going to see my ex-husband, and that's fine. I'm going to see his wife, and that's fine. They both did a lot to me, but I healed over time, you know, with counseling. I went to counseling, and with that counseling, I healed, and I let go, and I unstuffed what was stuffed, and I've moved on with my life. And I don't talk about all that stuff anymore. You know, you were talking about people just keep talking and talking. I I used to do that. But you Before don't anymore because do anymore. you've allowed that healing process to begin, right? And to be working continually in you. Uh, yes. Dr. Angel, comment on all this with Nan, will you? Well, and it's a great example of where we need to go because, you know, she, you know, took out the monster, faced her monster and okay. moved forward. And now she can continue moving forward and enjoy these wonderful milestones with her child that, you know, we want to enjoy, like they're getting married or whatever else comes along and not feel all that shame, guilt, and negativity that we would feel if we held on to it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, good point, Nan. We're glad you called. Did you have any other comments on that? Well, not on that, but one thing y'all were going into is some of people who have mental illnesses and don't take the medication. Right. I do know someone who has bipolar disorder. I do know that person is not taking their medication properly because what happened, they were like, oh, I'm feeling so great now. Well, they're feeling great because they're taking the medication. So they right. think they're fixed. They quit taking the medication. Sure. And then they, it comes worse than what it was before. Absolutely. So. Big problem. Anyway, that's it. It, it is. Well, that's thank it. you for calling in. Thank, thank you. you for uh, asking. Yeah. To, talking about this. This is great. Uh, okay. Take care. Angel, I, I, Dr. Angel, I do believe there's an awful lot of people that carry around tremendous secrets all their lives. Because this is our next point, common mm-hmm. mistakes people make in life. And it's holding on to damaging secrets. Now, sometimes they may say, well, I, if I told that, it would be a reflection of my high school boyfriend. Or it would be a reflection of the fact I can't manage money and... Or, you know what I'm saying? I I do know what you're saying. In fact, when I work with marriage counseling or family counseling, one of my first lines is, we don't counsel in secrets. Okay. So there is no such thing as, we're going to have a private session so you can tell me your secrets and we're going to keep it from the other person. Like, that's not how it works. Ah, We can't get through that. So that's like one of my first lines. Everything's on the table. Everybody, you know, we don't work in Does anybody rebel against that? Well, some people don't want to come back, but that's okay. But you're not going to really heal if we're having secrets that we're hanging right, on to. Exactly. We have to deal with the secrets. Even infidelities? Th- things that, that strong? Absolutely. Everything. Okay. Um, you know, I might give someone a private session to kind of work through that secret before we bring it into the group. But okay. we're bringing it into the group. It's not going to get held out. By the group, you mean the husband the and family, wife? The family, the husband wife, whatever we're working on. You know, secrets... You know, things that are negative, things that are our behaviors or these long term, they're harmful to our health. Just like that venom from our past, secrets are another venom. Right. And so we we can't afford to, but so many people. And you hear it like when someone passes. Right. And then all of a sudden, like all these secrets come out of the closet. Exactly. Yes. Um, 
right. and there's a lot of family, family secrets oh, and so grandma did this and did you know that this happened and yes you know and people find out after like a patriarch or matriarch of a family dies like somebody really wasn't their child or they had exactly, other children yes. or some right. big stuff but don't you think there is obviously a need within us as human beings to come clean yes because uh, that's why these deathbed uh, confessions happen. That's why people, uh, I know somebody who found out as her mother was dying that she was adopted and never knew it all of her 50 years or wow. however many. Did not know. And one of the cousins said, well, you know, yeah, you're adopted. I don't remember exactly how the conversation went. But the point was the parents were that uh, ashamed, I guess, or... Why else would you keep that from a child all their lives, you know? Well, the fear of something or fear shame something. or fear is usually the two big reasons why or we that hang they on wouldn't, to secrets. They wouldn't, maybe the, they thought their daughter wouldn't love them as much because she was adopted. I mean, I don't know. But these are not unusual secrets. Not at all. Not, not at all. At all. So if somebody out there is listening and saying, uh, yeah, that's happened in my family. Yeah, because it does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely it does. And, you know... Secrets are super harmful to us. They isolate us. They're a barrier. So mm-hmm. when we have these secrets, yeah. we aren't having true relationship with people in our life because we have a barrier. It takes a lot of energy to keep a secret. Good point. You know, you're thinking about that secret. It comes up, but you got to make sure you keep it still stuck in. So you got to can't push give it a down. hint about oh, that no. secret. And then sometimes, like if a topic comes up, it might trigger that secret, and you got to like you know put your poker face on and be fearful that someone saw what you just did, and maybe you thought you exposed your secret. Like there's a lot of fear that happens. Do you know? I think this is very common in most families in our nation. I don't know about other countries, but mm-hmm. I know here that it, through my years of pastoring. I have heard this kind of stuff over mm-hmm. and over again. And then they'll come and they'll say, well, my daughter found out that, mm-hmm. that you know, Jim's not her dad, you know. And, well, how'd that happen? And now what are the effects? And the thing they fear the most, it, there's a verse in the Bible, the book of Job, the thing I feared the most happened. Right? Yes. And isn't that kind of human nature what happens? Something eventually happens. Yeah, some people do slip up. There, yeah. You know, first of all, if more than one person knows a secret, look out. It's, not it's a no secret longer a because, secret. You know, and that's things get exposed, and you know, there's a lot of cleanup. It's clean much up. harder to clean up a secret when it gets exposed than to come clean with a secret and deal with it in the beginning. Um, the cleanup can devastate families and relationships. Oh gosh, yeah. Becoming clean with it. Well, okay, we can we can build that trust. We lose trust when it comes out. Exactly. But the cover up. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talk about it politically all the time, but cover up in families trying to keep secrets in in uh, work, the workplace, people trying to keep secrets that they're having an affair with the boss or whatever the case may be. This is a big problem and a common mistake people make in life. Huge problem. And, you know. It really does cause this internal conflict. It does. Think about living on the edge like that, constantly worried about somebody finding out your secret. True. You know, you have this cognitive distance. You know, you have this war inside your body when you have these secrets that are happening and you're in conflict. So there's the risk of talking about the secret and like the what if. And then there's the what it's doing to me because I'm keeping it in and the fear of it getting out. Like it's a horrible experience. Well, we got to go back to physical problems as Mm -hmm. a result of all these common mistakes people make in life. There are common side effects from emotional problems like this, don't you think? There is. And actually, when you look at research, there is specific research that links secrets to the physical uh, problems. So we're not just saying this off the top of our heads. No. We both know this. There, and it's something we've researched learned. researched yeah. yeah. secrets and its effects. And, you know, it causes, you know, negative um, negatively impacts your memory, um, your blood pressure, your uh-huh. heart. Your memory. Let's go back to that one. Yes. Negatively impacts your memory. Why? Well, because when you have a secret inside you have to kind of skip it when you're talking about different things in your life you have to like make sure your brain isn't revealing it right and and sometimes our bodies will reveal like i said you might be sitting at you know your friend's house and a topic comes up that kind of dings the secret you have and yeah 
what happens to you? Maybe you shut down, maybe. And then you're, that, that and then fear. people notice that you shut down. Or if you're sharing a memory, you have to leave out an important detail of that memory. <laughs> yeah. So you have to skip that. Like, so it, it's well, hard on your brain. Think about how many times you've seen Dateline or these shows where the husband's killed the wife, but he comes in and he's got to rearrange things certain ways. That's a huge secret, right? Mm-hmm. It almost always comes out. Almost always comes out. That's very true, right? You know, secret, and secrets do come out. If we think we're keeping them, we're, we're kidding yeah, ourselves. No. People know, um, or they suspect highly. Sure. Um, and it's it's killing us. You know, uh, it hurts our not only our gastrointestinal tract, our metabolism, our immune system, uh, our risk of anxiety and depression, and wow. internalized shame. Like this is huge. Whoa. Like this will keep you feeling like bad for. No a long wonder time. there's so many people on a, on anxiety medication. No mm-hmm. wonder there's so many people with gastrointestinal issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it's it's rampant in this country, yeah. right? These kinds because of issues. Panic attacks. Yeah, all linked to secrets, toxic emotions, hanging on to our past. Like, all of that is linked to these physical conditions. I know. I would love to just go set up shop in, like, a gastro office someday because many people, who not every issue, but many people who do have these emotions also going on. So you'd like to have a little corner of the doctor's <laughs> office that says Dr. Angel is in and they can come and talk to you. Way. Yes. But it's really true. And that's one reason we do this show, Go Yard, because we want people to live the Go Yard life. We want them to learn to get around the bases and deal with all their stuff, right? And not be stuck in these ruts where so many people are. And secrets is one of those main things. I don't think we've ever done a show on secrets. We haven't. We haven't, but when you're talking about secrets, you're talking about a lot of fear, and that fear just grows out of control. It's like a snowball going down the mountain. It just grows and grows. So the longer you have it, the more fear that surrounds it. How would you define a secret? It's something that you hang on to. Yeah. I I mean, what? You're doing good. Keep going. Okay. (laughs) I think a secret is something that you don't want revealed for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's something that you try your best to keep people from knowing for whatever reason. So basically there is this internal conflict all the time when you have a big secret. Right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, and even a good secret can still cause these, these feelings when you've hold on to for a long period of time. So I'm not talking about like, Oh, the surprise 40th birthday party for your friend. We're keeping a secret. We're talking about the long term. No, we're thing. talking about, Things they that have can been. still cause these same fears and feelings and anxieties, you know. And here's the deal. I'm not telling you that you have to be an open book and that everybody should know everything no, about your life. No, because that's no, not no, what we're no, saying No, that's either. not what we're saying. Uh-uh. You know, and, and I hear people think that when we go there. Not all of our truths are to be shared freely. No. That is true. But when we are concealing our truths and never letting it out ever... It is like a slow-acting poison in our system. Did you find the... I found definition. Go for it. Here we go. Not known or seen or not meant to be known or seen by others. Uh, Example, how did you guess I had a secret plan? Synonyms, confidential, top secret, classified, undisclosed, unknown, private, under wraps, something that's kept or meant to be kept unknown or unseen by others, Uh, a private affair, skeleton in the closet, all these are parts of that definition. So it is something that is strategically designed to not be told. Absolutely. And it takes a great deal of our energy to keep it from being revealed. And that plays a toll on us. Oh, it does. And it definitely interferes with our relationships because... You know, especially like, you know, your your intimate partner relationship or your really close friends or really close family. I If I'm not open and I have this secret, I have a part of me that's very isolated from that other person. You can't even connect truly. Well, in cases of marital infidelity, okay, uh, invariably there you hear stories of people at a, they've got close friends, they... They give it away accidentally around the barbecue, uh, you know, whatever. They just the looks and and 
just things like that. People think they're good at keeping secrets, but but they're really not, are they? They are not good at keeping secrets. Um, Most people are not good at keeping secrets. And it's just funny because if you listen to people talk, um, when we're keeping secrets, because it takes so much mental energy to do it, they're talking about it in a different way. They might be accusing other people of what they have in their secret. Oh, yeah. Um, we It comes out. It mm-hmm. just... Yeah. So they think yeah. they're keeping it a secret, and they're absolutely not. Okay, so common mistakes people make in life is continuing to keep the secret, and then it, it like you just said, it emerges somehow. So... For those that have these secrets that they need to deal with, Mm -hmm. why do they need to deal with it? We're going back over that one more time because of the physical problems involved and the emotional problems, the relationship problems, if you don't deal with it. Yeah, you're never going to live a go-yard life holding on to these secrets. Okay, so why is confession good for you? And and let's talk about confession. Well, confession, when we're talking about secrets, it's like soap to a dirty person. You know, it cleanses (laughs) us. It really does. Okay. It, like, washes us clean. Right. Because now we've let the fear go. We've let the anxiety go we're letting the depression go okay now we it it can't keep growing and we don't need all that mental energy to keep it in there the shame has been released it's like cleaning us emotionally it's like cleaning us yeah when we can confess now it needs to be someone trustworthy oh absolutely be careful Um, who you confess to but it stops the damage that the secrets are causing. It stops it how it's hurting our relationships, our bodies physically, us mentally and emotionally. Like it is like putting you the antidote. You know, it's the antibiotic. It's the antibiotic to the infection that's, that's caused right, by secrets. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have a bad cut and you don't do anything with it, and you don't put anything on it, what's going to happen? It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. You may lose the, whatever that cut was on. I mean, sometimes people have to, you know, amputate Take because the infection right? took over. Well, that's what secrets are doing. We just can't see it. I cut, I cut the back of my heel accidentally on my door, on a, on a metal door. Oh. And uh, I thought, that's ah, okay. It's no big deal. Uh, didn't go put Neosporin on it right then or Band-Aid. I thought, it's just a scratch. It's okay. Two days later, I look at it. And I thought, man, my heel hurts. It's all red and infected, okay? But by just ignoring it, eh, I'm tough. It's fine. And then I had to nurse it for five or six days with, you know, taking care of it because it, I allowed it to get infected. So I think it's a good metaphor. It really is a good metaphor. It just happened to me. And so many of us are walking around letting it get us get infected. Our relationships are infected. We are, you know, physically and emotionally and mentally being affected by it. And right. Relationally, and right. we're not using, you know, the Neosporin, we're metaphorically not. speaking. Spiritually, First John 1 9, well, I don't usually quote scripture, but I'm going to <laughs> on this because this is very important. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us mm-hmm. from all unrighteousness. So, yeah, this is not a spiritual show, but that is a spiritual concept. If we confess, confess we get cleansed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're talking about here. Confession is good for the soul, right? It really is. It When we can confess it, we've taken the negative power away from the secret. Right. It no longer is our shackle. Because when you have a secret, you're pretty much bound to the secret. You're in shackles to it. You are. So you have... You you walk around in fear, am I going to spill the beans? And anxiety all the time. Exactly. Who knows? I wonder if they can tell when they see me. When they see me, yeah. Do I look like I have a secret? Yes. And Ah. so um, (laughs) when we we confess that, when we share that, even with just one One person person in our world, it's cleaning us, it's taking away its power. We don't have that internal conflict going on anymore of all that, you know, all that negative and all that energy we spend to keeping it a secret. It takes away the shame, the guilt. It does. You know, as so many of us are walking out bound and shackled to these secrets and they're running in fear and they're running in shame and they're running in guilt and they come out and you want to talk about damage control. And then you got a problem. Because now we've hurt trust and all kinds of other stuff in relationships instead of being honest. And I've been told that if you 
have something that you have done wrong in your life, it's better just to get out with it right then. We've seen that politically, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's not try to cover up, cover up, cover up. But that's what we're talking about. We're not done with common mistakes people <laughs> make in life, right? No, and you're not. out of town next week, so we will do something different. But two weeks from tonight, I think we'll probably have to go on because we we just have more stuff we wanted to talk about. Uh, so why don't you sum up? You got about one minute, Dr. Angel, to sum up whatever you want to say. I'm just, you know, I really want to take tonight's concepts. If you are that individual that's like, yeah, my past is really impacting my life today and it's holding me back, like work on letting yourself heal. Make that decision today. I want to heal and become better from it. If you're that person that's, you know, I'm afraid to get out of my comfort zone, I, you know, the unknown is so scary. Take a step. Take one step. Do something different right. so you can be different. And if you're that person that has all these secrets, you need to find that person that you can confess Absolutely. these to and to depower them and to, and to stop the damage that's happened. Get this venom out of your body. Absolutely. You will never be You'll feel healthier. You'll be healthier. You will. Right. Physically and emotionally without it. So let's make decisions today. So, but it starts with a decision. So that's a a great way to end the show that it starts with a decision. If you're going to begin to deal with some of the past issues, shame and all of that stuff that you need to deal with. Mm -hmm. Ooh, love these shows. They're nitty gritty and sometimes they're really, really deep. And this was, yes, it was. So, uh, we'll see you next week right here at 6.06 PM. Go yard. With the famous Dr. Angel Falzone and me, Mama Mac, and we will be continuing common mistakes people make in life. See you soon. Good night. It's down with the old.